Hi everyone, this is Justin Vaughn with Miramed Global Services. Today's article is entitled, The Surprise Billing Final Rule, Reactions and Implications. Let's begin. Last week we went over some of the key provisions of the Interim Final Rule, or FR, to the No Surprises Act, or NSA. The second in a series of rules published this year that have provided details on how the NSA will be implemented once the measure goes into effect the first of next year. In this article, we thought it might be helpful to provide follow-up details found in the FR, as well as reactions to this recent rule now emanating from the healthcare community. This first section is entitled, Initial Reactions. Based on responses we have received from several quarters, the FR created quite a stir in certain circles. For example, According to an October 1 report published at Healthcare Dive, or HD, doctors and facilities were not too happy with what the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS, laid down in the form of this late September rulemaking. In the words of the report, quote, provider groups slammed CMS for an interim final rule released Thursday that lays out the arbitration process for determining out-of-network payments so that patients don't receive surprise bills. Hospital lobbies called the regulation a, quote, total miscue, end quote, and windfall for insurers, end quote, end of full quote. The reactions from certain medical organizations was no less harsh in its criticism of the FR. Here is what the American Society of Anesthesiologists, or ASA, had to say about it, quote, with the release of the rule last week, we learned that the responsible federal departments ignored congressional intent and statutory language and instead designed an IDR process that heavily favors health insurance companies in payment disputes. The language in the rule directs the arbiter to give priority to the insurer calculated median in-network amount called the Qualifying Payment Amount, or QPA, over the other considerations ASA worked to include in the law. The result is effectively rate setting, which is entirely unacceptable to ASA." End quote. This next section is entitled, Behind the Backlash. As one can readily tell, the second installment in the NSA rulemaking process is receiving major pushback by some groups. Among the areas causing concern is the fact that the FR makes existing rates in a provider's geographic area a major determinant for arbitrators whose task will be to make final payment decisions. This runs counter to what many providers had believed the NSA in its final legislative form was designed to do and is the very thing the NSA was designed to avoid. The American College of Radiology released a statement in which they asserted that the FR, quote, violates the intent, if not the actual letter, of the No Surprises Act and shatters a rare bipartisan industry-wide agreement for equitable provider-insurer dispute resolution, end quote. This next section is entitled, Review of the Rules. You will recall that the September 30 FR is the second rule to be promulgated in connection with the NSA. The initial rule, published earlier this summer, clarified that payment for services performed by providers who are out of network will be based on so-called 
all-payer model agreements. The first rule also addressed the qualifying payment account uh, amounts, QPA, which would constitute the amount paid to non-participating providers who provide care at in-network facilities. Pursuant to the rule, the QPA is to be tied to the health plan's median in-network contracted rate for a geographic area. Let me repeat that. The QPA is to be tied to the health plan's median in-network contracted rate for a geographic area so long as there are at least three contracted rates available. The new interim final rule states that the Independent Dispute Regulator, or IDR, after receiving suggested payment rates for a service from the payer and provider must choose the payment amount closest to the QPA unless one party submits documentation that, quote, clearly demonstrates that the QPA is materially different from the appropriate out-of-network rate, end quote. According to one interpretation, the IDR cannot consider public reimbursement rates the amount the provider would have billed if the law banning surprise billing didn't apply or usual and customary charges. This last section is entitled Payers on Board. Not surprisingly, America's Health Insurance Plans, or AHIP, an insurance lobbying organization, issued a statement in support of this latest NSA-related rule. The organization said the FR would encourage providers to join networks and avoid premium increases. As part of its statement, AHIP noted that, quote, this is the right approach to encourage hospitals, healthcare providers, and health insurance providers to work together and negotiate in good faith, end quote. So at the moment, it appears the insurance plans have managed to obtain an advantage in the NSA rulemaking process. With the way the most recent FR reads, there is nothing to prevent payers from simply lowering their contract rates for each provider group in order to suppress the median in-network contracted rate existing in a particular geographical area. We will have to see if Congress steps in to correct this perceived overreach by CMS in the rulemaking process. If you have a question about our hospital-specific services, you can always contact us at info at miramedgs.com. Thank you.